Hello and welcome to Snacks' Pantry. Yes, this is what I'm going with as a name <laughs> for this interview. I'm here with uh, Nikki Snacks from BDGE. Real quick over, how you feeling today? Feeling good. Um, day one million in quarantine and um, <laughs> I have definitely, I am teetering on the brink of insanity. So other than that, I'm doing great. That's perfect. That's exactly where you want to be right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm feeling about the same thing, except I'm not because I'm, uh, what is it, an emergency worker. So I'm working yeah. a good amount of times in the week and it's fun. Uh, grocery store stock clerks. So we're having a great time on my oh. end uh, and also balancing a lot of stuff. But really, really excited to kick off this interview. I'm excited. You're excited. Are you ready for the questions? Ready to rip, baby. All righty. So first, I just want to dive into who you are. Um, who you are outside of fantasy football. Uh, with my first question is, who are you and what do you do for a living? What do I do for a living? So I actually work for a, a nonprofit organization in Manhattan. Um, I've been there for a year and um, I, like, I like it very much. It's very, very rewarding work and um, very enjoyable for me. So I, I've been there and it's a great organization and it's, it's great work. So very happy. Yeah. Uh, it has it affected you podcasting wise, uh, broadcast anything that's actually grown you as a, maybe a person behind the scenes at all? Or no, um, I I don't think so. Um, you try and keep keep that person at work, and then the other behind the the camera and, and on the microphone. So I don't I don't think so. I think I've done a pretty good job balancing both. Yeah, and it's hard to try and keep uh, life uh, in fantasy football separate. I mean. Me personally, I have my own corner of the house that I've that I've turned into just my office because it's, I just want to be able to drop everything and just go to my room and, and go it. to yep. sleep. You know, yep. that's trying to separate fun. the best I can, and and that's that's really good. I think it's good for mental health uh, overall. Oh yeah, for um, sure. I mean, have you seen that that side of it? Has that been beneficial? Being able to to leave the house and go to work, but now that you're quarantined, have you been able to try and separate things? You know. I have to the best of my ability in the house. Um, I actually, I never thought I'd see the day where I miss commuting into New York city. Um, but I'm at that point where, where I definitely, definitely miss it. I, I would, uh, I'd kill to be on those miserable trains and buses once again, yeah. if that meant normal life is, is back. So, yeah. um, but yeah, to, to the best of my ability from working from home, I, I think I'd be able to say uh, confidently. Yes. I've been able to, to separate both. Yeah. So you, you really like what you're working with and, and on nonprofit, it's, it's, it's a great thing to be a part of. Um, it, it's, it definitely, that's definitely the job that I would script you as having um, for you as a person. Uh, but do you think there's ever a future career in just podcasting, just like, uh, like what Nick does? Yeah. I mean, I, I could see it. Why not? Um, uh, though the times we live in now, it's, it's pretty, everything's pretty, pretty changing um especially like digitally and, and stuff like that so if you have the right niche and um or niche whatever whatever you call it um and you got an audience and everything like that then why not but um that that's something something to worry about later on down the line i don't think it's a, a certain certain thing i i keep at the top of my mind um but yeah yeah i mean you never know it would would be a lot of fun it's, it's fun now so it could only yeah. be good if, if that's if that's what you're doing so Absolutely. I mean, I, I see a future where I'm doing that, but I'm also making sure school wise, I'm, I'm backing myself up because things happen all the time and, and you just yep. can't 
can't really predict it. So, I mean, Amen. trying to keep a lot of options open for me. Uh, obviously, this is a wonderful future. And if this is a future for me, it's, it'd be one that I'd be very happy with. Um, but obviously, you know, you're, you're going really strong with, with where you're working. And it, it just keeping the balance as well is, is really good. And, and balancing family uh, as well as the career in podcasting is important. So how do you, how do you try and how to make sure you're doing that as well? Well, it's priorities, right? Obviously, um, you know, family is, should be the number one importance over, over anything. Um, family health, of course, and the giants. Um, but what did I sneak in there? Yeah. Um, no, it, it's, you just have to know how, which way you want to balance and, yeah. Make sure you have enough time for, for your family, your career, your podcasting and, and all that in, in total. Um, so I, I would say I, I've done a pretty good job at that. You know, my nine to five, I get up nine to five, do my, do my job, do that. Um, and you take care of the family afterwards and then you do the podcasting once all that's done. So it's, it's priority and how you adjust and do that. Um, but there's definitely enough time in the day to fit everything in. So yeah. um, 24 hours is a lot eight hours of sleep. You have plenty of time to do a lot. If you just stay on focus, you stay on target and everything like that. So I'd say so far, um, I like, I like where I'm at. I like the balance of, of everything. So very content. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned eight hours of sleep. I mean, that's a rarity for me. At this oh point. yeah. yeah. Big rarity. <laughs> Big. You go for it. You, you shoot for that. And if you, you shoot for eight, you, you hope to get six. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so jumping into where people know you most, um, I want to go into the rise of you with, with BDGE. Um, I guess, I guess first, uh, how are you perceived both positively and negatively in, in the community and fantasy community? I mean, and, um, how does that affect your, your day to day? Uh, well, I'd definitely say there's a lot of hate out there, which, um, which is great. That, that's, that means people are listening and then, uh, you know, you, you caught the ire of somebody. So I, I, I actually embrace that. Um, but it's, it's every, the whole fantasy community is really, it's an awesome community. Um, you know, when people DM me and they ask for start and sits and, or they just show that they watch a show that watched or listened to our show and um, they say a nice comment or something. It's, it's really, it's great. It's literally like a, a second family of sorts. And, um, I mean, I, I embrace it. I, I enjoy it. It's, it's all pretty much strangers as for, you know, except for a few that you get to know and, and work with closer like you and, and the guys and, and everything, but um, not knowing people physically and whatnot, just behind the Twitter, behind the YouTube, behind the podcasting and stuff like that. It's uh it's pretty neat. It, it really is. They know so much about me and I don't really know anything about them. You know what I mean? Um, so in a sense, it's, uh, it's pretty wild to think about where, where it's come from almost two years now, but uh, I love it. I, I enjoy it and I embrace it. Yeah. And with all of that and with all the community and, and the people that you, you grow with, um, I mean, I know personally, I, I've been doing this surprisingly to some people for two months. Uh, I've, I've obviously wow. been fantasy football for about, you know, as long as I, as I could, as long mm-hmm. as I'm at home. Um, to, to get on ESPN or, you know, whatever app was I was using at the time, but I haven't been a part of it for very long. And the full embrace is, is just there. You talk to guys who they've either done it for, for 20 years or they've done it for a couple of weeks and either way you're getting 
you're getting passion from people left and right. And, and I'm going to tell you, I mean, I've, I've, I've built lifelong bonds in two months more than I built probably outside of, of the fantasy world. I mean, I, I bet you the same, you've been in it just as you've been in here, what five, it's been five years where you, you guys have just been going podcasting. Uh, I'm sure you built that lifelong bond. What, are, what is that experience like? Honestly, it's, it's amazing. Cause um, like I told you, I work, work in nonprofit and in nonprofit, it's so much about relationship building and um, partnerships with, with businesses and, mm-hmm. um, and other workers from, from other areas. So to me, it's, it's really unique because I love football. I love fantasy football. Um, love the platform that we're on. So these lifelong bonds that you'll, you'll have until, you know, until you log off Twitter or something, or you, you no longer want to do this. Um, I think it's great. I just got sent a bottle of wine by somebody. Um, I won't mention who, cause I won't mention who, because then I don't want people going to uh, go into them and say, yo, send me a bottle of wine. But that's just, that's, that's how it comes. I got me, me and this guy, very friendly, been on a show we talk a lot or we you know we communicate we tweet at each other and whatnot and we got a bottle of wine and it's delicious by the way delicious um so it's it's really it's really it's a cool and unique thing and um i'm very very honored and blessed to to be a small very small 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 part in um in this community so i love it I may or may not be interviewing that person uh, sometime in the future of this. I, I know you know who it is. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. I love him. So um, I, this is a question that, you know, I'm, I'm again, I, again, I said it two months in. I'm two months in, and I'm already at a point where I never would have seen me sitting here interviewing you, one of the people that I idolize uh, joining in in the community. Um, so you with five years of this experience, this, I, I, I want to ask, is this where you saw yourself being, could you, you, would you have saw yourself smaller? What, where, where would you have saw yourself five years ago um, in compared to where you're at now? Well, one, thank you. And two, um, <laughs> definitely not here. Uh, I could even tell you like a month and uh, a year and a half ago, November, 2018, when we put out our first episode of Fade the Public. That was, that was the Fade the Public's inaugural episode in November of 2018. And to me, I just thought it was going to be like a, you know, a, a weekly thing, a, a shits and giggles kind of thing. But now it's come like second nature. It's like, that's, that's the, the highlight of my week. And, yeah. um, I, you know, you go on Twitter and you get all these interactions with everybody and, and on, on YouTube and in the comments and whatnot. It's, it's very, very, very unique. And it's very... Um, I don't know what the right word would to describe it would be, but I can tell you that five years ago, this is not where I saw myself and, and all of this going on, but, um, I am definitely blessed that it is the case and this is exactly what's going on. So I'm very happy with that. Uh, and, and, and this is, this is a question where I feel like the answer is, the answer is very obvious, but would you have changed anything on your path from no. five years ago to now? Yeah. Not a thing. There's nothing I could think of that, um, you know, positively or negatively that I would change because this is where I am. It's where I am for a reason. And why change that? Why change a good thing? Yeah. And I'd say the same thing. I mean, two months in, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity I may have had that maybe I didn't take, but where I'm at right now, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. And every day I feel like I'm, I'm growing in the community. I feel like I'm growing friendships. Um, I'm growing with people that, you know, I wouldn't have ever met outside of the community. Um, 
and I, I can't say I change anything. And a lot of people I feel like would have about the same answer. Amen. I feel like I'm in a great spot. <laughs> yep. Amen. Yeah. So, um, obviously you're very large, um, in, in the community, but has it affected your outside life being a part of BGE being so, so large in the fantasy community? Um, no, no, I, um, I don't think so. I haven't run into any, any encounters. There was me and Nick went to new Orleans for the national championship in, in January. And, um, it's funny, we were on bourbon street and somebody like came up to us and said, hi, that's, and I was like, that's when I was like, Holy wow, that's, that's crazy. Um, and I was like, what, what the hell did you really get me into, Nick? This is, this is, this is why that was like the only time, but out, outside, no, there's, there's nothing. Me, Nick and Max are, have been good friends for, for many years. Um, and all our friends know the whole ordeal and we come from a very small town. I still live in that same small town. So it's not, you know, I haven't branched out too far. So there's nothing like outside uh, my outside life that that's affected by that. Uh, do you ever feel like life is maybe too fast? Like you, you've missed some opportunities somewhere or maybe you, you would have wished you could have taken a step back and just looked at things more. I think, I think people should, should wish to take step backs every day because I think um, people look at life sometimes as more of a mar- a sprint, not a, a marathon. And um, that's exactly what it is. It's not, you don't want to be jumping to something and then that being the wrong thing that you should always be, you know, each night taking a step back and think, okay, what, what are my next steps? What are, you know, what are my plans for this? My plans for that? Um, just outlook on, on everything. But I, of course I would, I would go back and, you know, kind of maneuver some things around differently, but that's, that's not the case. But every day you, you want to think about certain things and whatnot, where you go from, from here, from there and what you build on. So I would say, uh, yeah. I you you've mentioned it already, and I just want to just cover it as well. You've known Nick and Animal for for a long time, and how has just being with them so in 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 leagues in doing your fade the public? I mean, how how has just being with them so much and and other people part of BDG? I mean, uh, yes, you know, long list of guys of part with you guys. How has being with those guys has that grown you as a person? Have have you? been inspired by them what what has it been like being a part of BDG I guess absolutely it's it's very inspiring being with them and and seeing what Nick has built and what he's done for us and everything it's it's amazing um very thankful very um very appreciative always and um just we literally talk I talk to those two guys probably more than I talk to anybody um just through text and and whatnot when we do our show we um, it's an all day thing really. And it's, it's great. We've, I've learned more about them too than I ever would have known. And I'm sure and vice versa. We've spent a lot of time together. We, we drove to Nashville, Nashville and back. So <laughs> there was plenty of time to, uh, to know each other even more than we already did for, for so long, but it's, it's been amazing. And um, it's a good, very, very great close knit type group. And uh Nick deserves all the credit for that because everybody's, everybody's great. And um, whenever, you know, I'll bust Noah's chops or something, you talk to Larry, he'll bust mine. It just goes back and forth. And I've never even met Noah in person. So it's like, we have that rapport already where we're busting each other's chops like that. Um, but then at the, you know, at the end of the day, I'll, I'll text and I'll be like, what do you think of this dynasty move or something? It's just, it's really, it's a great, it's great to have that and those connections. So um, 
again, I've probably said a million times, but it's, it's great to be a part of, and I couldn't be happier. Yeah. I mean, I work with, with three guys who I've never met, uh, who I've built relationships with through the community. Uh, Lucas is from, uh, what is it? Kansas or somewhere in Missouri, some, <laughs> some corn, some corn country. Uh, you got you got uh, Danny and Corey. They're they're both from Canada. I mean, I'm you know my I have my home leagues and you know they just aren't as passionate about it as me. And until mm-hmm. I got into the fantasy community, and I, I didn't really have or find those people with the same passion. So, I mean, just just knowing that you were you kind of grew with with guys that you knew and had close bonds with already. Uh, I mean, you guys probably camera connection almost instantaneously was there. Uh, you guys just needed the audience and obviously the, the equipment and, and you guys were ready to go. So I, I could just imagine, I mean, five years of you guys building that it, it's gotta be more than a lifelong friendship, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it's one that I, I don't think is going to slow down or stop anytime soon. So the freight train moves on. Yeah. So going on to what you're kind of looking forward to in, in the future, I guess. And this is a tough question because it, it's hard to, to assume that there's an end goal because I I've had goals that I've already smashed in times that I thought it would take me years to, to finally get to um, mostly, you know, getting, getting these guys that inspired me to join in the community to even recognize me as a creator. And then, that, that happens so quickly. And, you know, so you never really know when your goals are just going to start happening that you, you have to have a bunch of other goals and missions set in the future. But when do you know that you've reached your final goal, your final point, And at, at that point you can just consistently go with what you're doing or maybe even move past fantasy. Yeah. Um, it's a great question. And um, to me, I don't think there, I don't think when you set a goal, you could put an end goal on it. Like, um, you know, at the end of the day, I want to be retired on a ranch in Montana and nobody bothering me. You know what I mean? Um, just for like goals along within what you're doing. I don't, I don't have set end goals. I taking it week by week, day by day and growing every which way and interacting and all these different things. There's not like one thing where I'm going to sit there and be like, okay, if this happen, if this happens, then I'm satisfied with what I did, what we did, where where my life went, my career went, everything like that. Because to be honest, in an ever changing business and an ever changing life that we're living in today, everything is very in question at all times. So I'm not, I don't want to put an end stamp on something and say, okay, I'm happy like that. I want to embrace change. I want to embrace obstacles and whichever is thrown in my way whatever's thrown in my way you adapt you learn and then you move forward and I think just continuously growing and not staying standstill not um, feeling content and just staying content and growing and doing everything you can differently and taking learning experiences and changing them and correcting them and growing that way too those are all goals that you you want to obtain to because then success comes so at the end um you know, when I'm 50 and, and gray and I have kids or whatever, whatever the case is, and I can look back, I, I'm confident I'm going to be happy where, with where everything is and where I'm at. Um, but no, I, I don't see like a, a straight arrow end of the line goal or where I'm happy. It's just ever changing for me. Yeah. And I just don't think there's, there's time in life to have that, that kind of end goal. You right. Just have to keep, you just have to keep moving along and, 
and and play everything that that lands to you and just just make the best out of our situation you're given because you don't know when that situation may be coming back and again i've been in the community for two months and and i already know that I, there's some things i wish i kind of could have taken um but i'm still at a point where i feel very comfortable with where i'm at i'm loving where i'm at and i want to keep going uh but an end goal just i don't you're right i don't think there can be an end goal because there's so much more to attain after you after you get that right exactly and if um i've noticed so many people in just the fantasy community alone are are hungry as hell like they get somewhere and it's it's a great peak but you want more and you keep grinding and going to get more so i don't think there's a stop button yeah um and and speaking of of kind of like that that end goal do you think bdge will ever hit that peak where you don't feel like you can you can grow anymore because I don't I don't believe you you guys will ever hit that point you guys are completely different from from everything else in the community uh, and a lot of people have, have mirrored that success because you guys take it to a point where no one else has and it's what's brought on you guys as audience you guys have probably one of the most passionate and and will fight for you guys audience uh, out there because we just we really love and appreciate all the, all the things you guys do because you take it to another level. Do you see BG ever reaching a point where it, it may not grow any further or, or do you guys just think you're just growing till you eventually stop? <laughs> um, I will say, I think, I don't think there's anything stopping this train right now. Um, that's God's honest truth. I remember Nick told me about this plan five, six years ago before we really started it, we met at a Starbucks and to see where he's gone from that, that meeting in Starbucks to where he is now is insurmountable, but it's not surprising. Um, he's one of the smartest, most creative guys I know. And I think he's put the right people around him to see everything that he wants and the different stuff that we do put into better use and going forward down the line. So I don't think, I don't think there's any, any way this, this is, there's going to be a peak um, because adaption, everything that that changes, he'll adapt to, will adapt to something. Um, something's got to be different, whatever the case is. I just think there's, there's too much potential and everything, especially in fantasy football, everything is nonstop growing. And he's already ahead of that curve where BDG is it's, it's up here. There's, yeah. it's, and it's only going, there's been no, no sign of decline, nothing. He just keeps adding, great content, good people, everything. So in my opinion, it's just sky's the limit. Yeah. I, I, and I completely agree. I mean, you guys, again, like I touched on, no one has, has kind of created fantasy content the way you guys have. Um, it's innovative and it's sure as hell inspiring because you've got a lot of people in the community that have, have taken what you guys have done and have learned from it, grown from it and have tried to inspire it on their own company. Because um, what you guys did to, to start was unmatched by, by most people. Um, and, and you guys just every day in and out are not only hardworking and, and just absolute grinders, uh, you guys are phenomenal people. And that kind of moves me to, to where I want to go to next. Um, how does it feel that like every day, you know, you have all this amount of people that, that look up to you and you guys' content and what you guys do? How, how does that feel? Um, I mean, it is, it's, very rewarding and it's kind of it i feel honored um so thank you for even for even saying that it's hard to 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 think of it that way for my shoes if you know what i mean um 
because I'm really just doing what I love to do and spew my nonsense and um, just somewhere to have a voice and, and, and have fun and be interactive with people. I don't like those, those people that, that like don't really want to be interactive or anything. Um, it's, it's no fun. It's, what's the platform for then? Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I, I take great, great pride in that. And um, people who have said that to me, you and um, you know, people on Twitter that just thank profusely during the season, like, Oh, thanks. Um, even if I give them a wrong start sit or something like that, they'll always say thank you and, and whatnot. Um, so it does, it means a lot to me. It makes doing all of this and having fun with it and, you know, putting in the work behind the scenes to do it um, just makes it that, that much more worth it just out outside of my own satisfaction in, in getting to do it. So um, definitely a great feeling and I am very appreciative of it all. Yeah. And the pressure attached to it is, is, is probably, you probably don't feel, feel it as much because I, I know you just do a great job at, at making sure you tend to a lot of people. Uh, but it, does it ever does it ever get to you and you have to reach a point where you just have to stop and just set your phone down and and just distract your mind for a little bit or, or do you just take it day by day and just keep helping out everyone because you're just that selfless of a person well thank you i i try to be um especially in the profession i'm in outside of the podcasting and fantasy football world the that's that's definitely a trait that you need to have um so i, I kind of just try and take it in with me here but it's really it's a day-to-day -day thing i will say um towards like the end of fantasy football season your, your, your twitter dms and your, your instagram dms and the youtube comments start blowing up even more uh start sitting stuff like that and you, you feel bad if you miss somebody if you miss something it's, it's not fun you know you, it's not fun to feel bad, um, but it, it does get overwhelming sometimes. I have had to just put the phone down and chill, eat dinner in peace or watch a show or movie in peace. But um, at the end of the day, it's what I signed up for too. So um, I don't want to be that kind of guy that just, you know, says, okay, I'm going to do the show and screw you all. I ain't talking to you. That's, that's not how I want it to be, um, nor will it ever be that way. So I, uh, while the pressure definitely can feel like it's there, it's it's a day to day thing, and um, I truly just embrace the whole the whole aspect of it. Yeah, and you do a phenomenal job at ensuring that that every person that you do go out and reach that that comes to you and, and reaches out to you for for advice or or just any life advice too. I mean, any any form of of help, uh, people feel like they can go to you. Uh, how do you ensure that that you make sure you can provide to to all those people that that reach out to you? Because I'm sure. In season, it's probably an insane amount. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely a good amount. Um, but I kind I love it. I mean, it shows everybody's passion, and um, it shows. I guess in in a sense, it shows the the respect that they have for for me, which I am more than appreciative. It shows that they've listened, they've watched. What more can I ask for? Um, if you know what I mean, it's um, it's pretty humbling that I'm in the position I am in now. So if I'm taking that humbleness and I'm getting these, these ass on Twitter and, and all these stuff like that, who am I, who am I to like, to shun them? They're the ones watching and listening to me and taking my advice and, um, you know, interacting with me. There's there, it would make me a pretty crummy, crummy person. If, if the people that have helped me get to, to this place right here that I just shun off. So um, I, it's probably my favorite part of all this is getting to interact with everybody. Um, just hearing their, 
hearing their stuff and, and whatnot. Um, I've learned so much from so many different people. It's, it's definitely, it's a blessing. Yeah. And, and I know me, me, uh, the personally, I, when, when I reached out to you, I mean, it, you're always there and you're, you're very attentive to it, to, to talking to me. And it, it, it goes such a long way for, for people in, in the community, me, especially, I just, the, the impact you, you had just, just helping me out on, on just anything. Um, like you're always there. And I know, not just me, but, but everyone that you've ever talked to, whether it's been for positive advice or, or whether you give them a, a poor fantasy uh, breakdown of a player and then end up losing the season, either way, you, you provide that, that one-on-one kind of aspect uh, that people don't really expect someone of your high, I guess, caliber of, of fantasy um, content or you know, whatever. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No one, you just being there for for people it's kind of unexpected sometimes and, and I know it's really really appreciated but then there's those times where you're maybe in your individual life things are trying and it's hard to to kind of put yourself back into the fantasy world so how do you try and ensure that you you still help out as many people as possible even when maybe your life isn't at a point where you'd want it to be uh well I there's probably been a few cases of that, um, but it's, it's a way to, to escape those kind of realities. You know what I mean? Um, you know, nobody, they only know me is what's going on in fantasy football world, stuff like that. But yes, I do have a life outside of that. And um, if things are going on in my life and there's a high demand of things going on on Twitter where start sits are happening or something like that. Um, I, I see it as, as a way to escape that for a little while and kind of, you know, just trap myself in, into this world, whereas my, my life is, is outside right there. And I could just clear my head of all the nonsense going on in life and step back into the fantasy football life and just cleanse everything, not think or worry about something else going on um, and just kind of take some time to do that. So I think that's, I think that always helps me. And um, I mean, I'm lucky. I, I am, I'm very lucky that people do trust in my, my advice and, and my words. Um, no, we'll see if that, that helps them. But uh, <laughs> um, it does, it means, it means the world to me. And um, I'm just, I'm appreciative. And like I said, it's, it's definitely like an escape zone in many, in many scenarios. Yeah. I mean, it, again, uh, two months, but it's such a phenomenal escape for me. Even, even when you know, we're in a grinding point where we're trying to put out a rookie draft guide, we're trying to put out a, a in season draft guide. I mean, we're, we're trying to do so much and I'm still balancing school and I'm working 25 to 30 hours a week. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. In, in a grocery store. So it's it's, not, that's not easy. Make sure you're staying safe. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's panic. It, there's a lot of people with, with concerns and it sometimes it's, it's hard because we don't, I can't help people and I can't provide my community with the things that they need because we just don't have it. Uh, so there's been a lot of stress for me at, at work and then obviously school. I mean, all my classes are being translated to online. Um, so that's a really hard juggle, but being able to, to come on here and, and just do a podcast or just, just sit in a room with, you know, in a zoom room uh, with, with all the guys that, that I'm working with, just, just talking. I mean, we, sometimes we just don't make content. We just, we just yeah. talk, we goof off, whatever we're doing. Um, it's a really great escape. I think fantasy football, it's in, when you take a step back, you know, it, it's just, a game. It's a game. That it is at the end of the day. Yes. At the end of the day, it's a game you play with your friends and 
even when you lose, you come back because because you love what you're doing, and and then making content for it is just even better. It just it's a special experience that that I'm so happy I got myself into, and um, people like you and, and Nick are, are very very inspiring at, at the point where I wanted to start joining in the community and 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 putting out my fantasy advice because of what you guys did to to inspire me to get to this point. So it, it, the, thank you. As much as I can appreciate and thank you guys i want to give that to you guys now because i wouldn't be here without you guys well i appreciate it and um those words definitely they mean a lot and and look at you now like you got you got everything going for you You keep grinding all this stuff out and the content is it gets better and better so just keep up that fantastic work i appreciate that um we're just gonna go ahead and jump into a little bit of fun here um we're out of the uh the the fun um the intense kind of side, of life, <laughs> I would say, uh, and we'll, we'll do some fun lightning round questions because I got a few, uh, got a few good ones to shoot at you. So I'm gonna start with this one because this is, this is probably my favorite one on here. Okay, so you're at the bar, right? You see Eli across from you, but you can't say anything to him, right? But the one thing you can do is you can order this man a drink. What do you give the two-time champ? Giant Walker Blue. I'm giving him. I am giving him. I'm. Th- I'm getting him a Johnny Walker Blue. It's probably more, one of the most expensive things there. A glass of Johnny Walker Blue. It is. It's. It's for rich people. Uh. Well, maybe I don't know about rich people, but it's. It's. It's delicious scotch. It's. It's scotch of a champion. Um. Nonetheless, a two-time Super Bowl MVP. So I think Johnny Walker. It. it you feel it into your your bones. You feel it everywhere. Eli deserves nothing better. Johnny Blue. Right down to Eli. Love that. Uh, so I guess that kind of transitions into uh, why why the Giants? So why are you a Giants fan? Because that kind of sounds like pain, but at least you're not a Jets fan. So I'll give you that. No, and um, everybody, you know, people, they, they like bust my balls about the Giants. Like, yeah, the last seven, eight years have been terrible. But I'm 27 years old and I've seen my team win two Super Bowls. I got people that – I got little Dallas Cowboy fans like that, that creep Canadian Danny. He, what is, he's like 20 years old, and he doesn't get the sense that you can't use the Super Bowl rings argument when you haven't seen any of them. If you have, I don't sit there and say, wow, I, I, the Giants have four Super Bowls. I only say they have two because that's all I've seen. So, yeah. anyway, why the Giants? Um, I am from northern New Jersey. The stadium is 15 minutes from my house. My, my grandfather was a diehard Giants fan, so I didn't really have much of a choice. Um, I just grew, you know, as, at a young age, I grew to love the game. I grew to love the team more than literally anything in the world. So, um, no-brainer for me. And I love the color blue, so works out. <laughs> yeah, that works. Uh, yeah, no, I, my dad was a Cubs fan. Uh, so, while I didn't experience 108 years of, of not <laughs> winning one, just being able to stay up and I, I can remember the day it was a Wednesday night and it was it was about at like 1 30 in the morning where they mm-hmm. were in overtime it, not overtime you guys are gonna kill me baseball fans um was extra it? innings extra innings gosh I'm a, I'm a, the baseball I was 10 years come on Tyler uh 10th <laughs> uh, inning just just being able to I watched that whole game with my dad um that's experiences you'll never you'll never understand yeah. it unless you want a championship it just means it, it means more than than any. <laughs> no, it, no, it really does. When the Giants beat the Patriots that first time, and they went eighteen and one, there's the you know this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was watching it with like a hundred people at, at our local Knights of Columbus on like a 80, 80 inch projector screen TV. And as soon as the ball, as soon as the ball just went down that last throw, I turned, I, I got on the ground. I started crying like a little bitch. And then I found my family. I gave them big hugs. And that was, it was a, a moment in time that I will, I will never forget. Um, so winning, winning championships for the team that you're a fanatic of is, is like no other. And I'm a Dolphin fan, so that 16-0 season is the only perfect season ever. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we'll go ahead and jump on to, to another fun one. Um, favorite fantasy player of all time? This is, this is a good one. Um, so, uh, so our, I will – I'm going to – this is difficult, and I've been, I've been actually narrowing this down for like two days. Um, <laughs> but I won I – won, one E-Town Gate Down Championship. That is our big league with my with Nick and, and, and Max. Um, and a guy that was on it, and he was on it for like three years afterwards and like three years before it. He was just a staple on my team for so many years. And he actually happens to be on the Giants now, um, Golden Tate. He was he's always on my team for, for whatever reason. And he was never flashy. He was never... He was just always consistent, double-digit consistent. I'd throw him out in my flex or my wide receiver two spot, and I know what I'm getting with Golden Tate. He happened to have like 32 points uh, in my championship week that, that he tended oh. down here. So I, I'm very biased towards him, but there's a few others. Um, Calvin Johnson was on my team when he had that, that monster 2,000-yard season. Um, I'm trying to think of just some regulars I feel like are always on my damn team. I just I can't quit them. Um, probably a long list, but I, I will always have to give my respects to Golden Tate for, for that championship performance. And for all the years he's been on my team, I will, I will give him the honor. Yeah. And for you, for all you guys that have been following me enough to know this, uh, all the jerseys in my Raptors are, uh, people that have won me championships. So I got Mark Andrews, Matt Ryan, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Marlon Mack. I do want to go back and grab a D'Angelo Williams jersey because when Bell wow. He won me that chip because I took him in like the thirteenth round. It was the biggest bet, best championship win. <laughs> the answer, talking about a throwback, big throwback. Yeah, yeah, that's how you know I've been playing for at least, uh, at least <laughs> seven years. Yeah, really. Below pal, little shout out there. Wow, below pal. Okay, sneaky one. Oh yeah. Put up like a couple years ago. I put up like twelve points in the in the fantasy championship, and I threw him out there on a whim, and that was enough for me to win. Hey, sometimes it's just like that. <laughs> so um going back to uh another food kind of venue um i'm gonna go uh dream dinner guests oh yeah so now i need i need you to preface is this dead or alive or is this just alive because i'll make a dead person alive for this because that'd just be really uncomfortable for everyone else in the uh in the uh, diner so yes i, I would think so <laughs> uh well you know i i would say um James Gandolfini, but yes, he's no longer with us. He died about six, seven years ago. Played Tony Soprano, the great Tony Soprano. Um, he's from, he was literally born a town over from me, and we were born in the same hospital, not at the same time. Um, <laughs> but uh, I would love to, to sit and eat with him. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched The Sopranos, but the way he eats, it's something to behold. And um, I just think he'd be picking out a nice Italian dinner for us to go to. He seems like a very interesting guy too, but he's not here. So if I, I would love to, to have dinner with, um, might laugh, but he's, it's like my favorite actor nowadays, nowadays, 
since forever since I was a kid, but Adam Sandler, I think the guy is an absolute riot and I would just want to be entertained. We'll be sitting there eating probably some buffet because you know Adam Sandler is sort of a slob. Um, I just think it would be a great time. I'd want to stay out of the sports world because I mean, I feel like I, I talk and I'm in the sports world enough. So if I'm having dinner with, with anybody, it would, it would be Mr. Deb would be Gandolfini if he, if he were, were to resurface again, but um, it would be Adam Sandler if not. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> would you, so would, would you go with Jack or Jill Adam Sandler? Real Very quick. funny. I'm going to stick with Jack. <laughs> Best movie of all time. I'm just going to lock that in right now. <laughs> so another one is fun. Dream sponsor. Because we know you have a passion for uh, a little, little company that likes to call themselves Doritos. So Yeah, that was my <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how we built our relationship because I said some shit like I'll support 3D Doritos if you support them bringing back Buffalo Wing and Ranch because those yeah. are great. <laughs> Absolutely. I've been, I've been trying to direct message Doritos for months. Months. I even called their customer service in the summer. They just don't want to bring 3D Doritos back. I, it's still my life mission to have them back, but you know what? <laughs> that's neither here nor there. I've been trying to get Keystone Light to sponsor Fade the Public. And, um, I've been trying since like the fall to no success, but I'm going to keep plugging away and I'm going to try. It's like a cheap beer that we used to drink in high school. Um, so that's, that would be my dream sponsor as of right this second, oh, just because I've been trying so hard to get them. <laughs> hey, you gotta, you gotta grind for something, right? Right. Facts. <laughs> so, uh, Oh my goodness. What, what do we got left here? Oh yeah. Jersey swap. So that's really, that's a real cool thing in the NFL um, of recent, maybe it's been a long time. I'm like a child. So how would I know? Um, <laughs> if you're, you're, you're closing out the game and, and you're shaking hands and you just took a big, a big W for the giants. Who's on the other side that you want to swap jerseys with? Oh, so I'm on the giants. I can't swap on the, the giants. giants. No Barkley or Daniel Jones. Wow. That's oof, okay. So you, <laughs> you threw me off there, but you know what? That's, that's okay. I am going to go back to the will back to the well. And uh, I would, I would shake hands and switch jerseys with my guy, Adam Thielen, because he's just a consummate pro and a terrific wide receiver. And I, I, I love the guy. He, I, I don't really like, all right. I'm kind of a lunatic. Um, I love it. Yeah. There's not many players I like that don't play for the giants. There may be <laughs> 10, maybe less. Probably less. I hate everybody. If you're not on my team, I don't like you very much at all. Or I just don't care. But I do love Adam Thielen. I uh, love his charity work. Love him on the field. Um, you never hear a fuss about him. I love his story. So I'm going Adam Thielen. Uh, I value that pick. Uh, and then we'll close it out with this one. So um, I didn't think I mentioned it at the beginning, but you are in our little expert league that we threw together. Um, you're part of the BG clan. There's another one of you guys. Uh, his name is Noah, uh, who's also part of this. So we're trying to – we're doing this mainly, if you guys have gotten to this point, we're doing this mainly to interview everyone in the league, get you guys familiar with who, uh, who's in it, so that when we talk about it, you guys know what's going on. Um, so this is the question I'm going to ask everyone. Where are you finishing in this league? Really good question. Um, it's a trick question, too. Here's why it's a trick question. Because I haven't figured out which strategy I'm going to go with yet, draft-wise and everything. So I can't give that away on the air, <laughs> but, but 
I'm going to find a way to be in the playoffs. That's all I know. At the end of the day, I will find a way to be in the playoffs. I don't, I don't care what I have to do, what has to, what has to happen. I will find a way. I will be in the playoffs. And then when you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. So mark it down. Guaranteed in the playoffs. Boom. That's an interview. Well, light round of applause. I appreciate you being here. If you guys have gotten this far, it's because you love the content. So show that support down below. Subscribe, hit the bell, hit like, uh, comment who you jersey swap with and why uh, why uh, eating dinner with the dead guy is, is probably not that, uh, <laughs> that appreciated by society. Um, again, I appreciate you being on. Um, maybe we'll throw you on on the, uh, on the next Burt League uh, kind of video. We'd love to have you back. You're, you're awesome with support. Everything you guys are doing at BEG, I appreciate you being on here. Thank you, Tal. I really appreciate it. You having me on. It's it's always fun. You are you are one of a kind. Let me tell you, it is always a blast. I appreciate that. Uh, again, guys, thank you guys for watching. Uh, boom.